This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, April 14th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part eight of their podcast, Sustainability and COP26. So I would say that those are important reporting standards uh, that are out there. In some cases, they and so, you know, some countries are also choosing to require them. And there's been a, a big push to align across standards, which is helpful, because if not, we also as companies can end up getting a lot of reporting fatigue. But but it's a the, the intent there is, again, to provide investors with the information they need to make better decisions about whether or not their portfolios are aligned to their values around promoting green economies and um, advancing net zero. You know, you'll generally hear, you know, was were the outcomes of COP26, you know, was it all a wash? Was it positive? Did it achieve what it set out to do? Um, you know, most people will say it was a, a fragile win, before COP26, we were projected it based on the pledges about, you know, hitting a 2.7 degree world. Now coming out of it, we're closer to 2.4 degrees. So, you know, we still need to do more and we need to move faster. But, you know, just to kind of give some some highlights of some positive things that came out of COP26. Well, one was that we now need to come back and countries need to come back and actually ad- update their pledges every year versus the next update was going to be in 2025. So what you're seeing is people are trying to incrementally move. Okay, we were at 2.7. Now we're at 2.4. By COP27, will we get down to two degrees? Will we get below two degrees? To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. The U.S. and Canadian natural gas market is looking at some of its strongest conditions in years. As demand remains strong, storage levels remain low, and the war in Ukraine rages. As the U.S. prepares to ship more liquefied natural gas to Europe, much in need of it, and chemical processors vie for feedstock to make widely used ingredients for household and other products, gas processing companies are trying to keep their facilities in the best possible shape. Industrial Info is tracking more than 120 maintenance-related projects in the U.S. and Canadian natural gas processing sector that are set to kick off in the second quarter. Lower energy prices and assistance such as moratoria on disconnections and late fees may have helped more families afford household energy costs during the pandemic year of 2020. In 2015 and 2020, the Energy Information Administration conducted its Residential Energy Consumption Survey in which energy affordability was listed as a key concern. Dry natural gas production at the Haynesville Shale Formation reached all-time highs in the second half of 2021, and production remained strong in 2022, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. 
Germany's coalition government has proposed to double the shares of renewables in its energy mix from slightly more than 40% today to 80% in just eight years. The gas crisis in Europe, worsened by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, has prompted Germany and other nations to radically rethink their reliance on Russian gas imports. And China's primary energy consumption traditionally has been coal, as it is rich in the fossil fuel, but poor in oil and gas. As it struggles to reduce its carbon footprint, China is less interested in ending its use of coal-fired energy and instead is focused on using it in a relatively clean and efficient way. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.